Welcome in, Hoop fans. Terrence Arney alongside the coach, Gary Sully. We are here at Southwestern High School in Shelby County, and it's the Jacksondale Lady Eagles set to take on the South Decatur Lady Cougars. Thanks so much for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. We'll have live basketball action for you here in about 13 and a half minutes or so. And, Coach, these two teams, they've got a little bit of recent history. They played for this very same sectional championship, sectional 60, last year. And it was the Jacksonville Lady Eagles getting the better of it moving on. But as you pointed out to me off air, it was the Lady Cougar team that beat this Jacksonville team in the regular season. Yeah, they beat them by, I think it was five points. early. They, it was early in the season. And um, but they they ended up winning. And again, I I, I was kind of surprised just from the standpoint that you know I know I've seen South Decatur play before, and I'm kind of familiar with some of the girls. And you know that they can be pretty good on the floor. They got some good athletes out there, right? Um, but um, with the record of Jackson Dell, that I, you know, and then you look at uh, South, I kind of kind of thought you know well i don't know how much this game's going to be but then you look and south beat them by five and some of the equal opponents uh-huh. you know south may have lost to but it was close games so you know and again you get to this point of the year you basically throw everything out and just it's one game at a time you just have to go in and play as hard as you can for for the four quarters and then see where it ends up at the end yeah, you're, you're exactly right about that one-game-at-a-time mentality, and I think that's what coaches come into these tournaments with that mentality. There is no tomorrow. you got to take care of tonight. And as uh, the saying goes, it's why we play the games, and we will find out who will move on. It's, it's conventional wisdom, coaches, that Jacksonville would be one of the representatives in the championship game on Saturday, but again – on paper is one thing, exactly. on the floor is a totally different thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, you get into the tournament, and the one thing you look at is turnovers. Um, you, know, it, you know, what team is going to settle in, and, and you know, you're going to get have some mistakes. You're going to have some issues just from the, the stress that goes on in a tournament. So which team can overcome that, minimize it, overcome what they when they have them, and then, you know, if, if a team gets behind – do you have the heart to come back and and, and uh, make a game of it? So, uh, you know, it, it ought to be a really good game. I saw Jackson Dell play earlier against South Ripley. Uh-huh. They're a tough team. Um, they they go to the boards hard, and they have some good athletes. South Decatur, what their best scorer is is a post uh, is the Summers girl, who's a post girl. They got uh, Braley um, Sundel, who's uh-huh. a good guard. Uh, gets the ball up and up and down the floor. She's not a super big scorer, but she can if you leave her open. They like to get it down inside and, and make you defend them down there and um, uh, just see where it goes. And, and again, that's it, it could make for a good game because if I remember correctly, when I watched them against South Ripley early, you know, Jackson Dell is a similar team, but they do have some girls that if, if they get hot can light it up. Yes, no doubt, no doubt about it. Again, thank you so much for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. Uh, we've got more of the pregame show coming up for you here in a bit. We're going to send it back to the station, come back with interviews with the head coach of the South Decatur Lady Cougars, Coach Kristen Hicks, get her take on tonight's game. All that and more coming up 
right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. And joining us now on the pregame show, South Decatur head coach, Kristen Hicks. Coach, this is the team you faced a year ago in the championship round. Uh, What's the girls' mentality in terms of getting back to this stage and facing this Jacksonville team once again? Yeah, they've been hungry, you know, the, these last couple days for sure. But leading up to this, you know, as we kind of wind down the season, they've been super hungry. Um, we've had a couple really good days of practice mentally, just trying to get tough and prepared for this game. Um, we know Jacksonville is a good team, great coach, a couple really great players there for them. Um, and just kind of getting prepared for that. Uh, it's been a good couple of days of practice, like I said, so uh, we're excited for that. Of course, you got to win against this team in the regular season. Do you subscribe to that theory that it's harder to beat a team twice in the same season? Um, you know, I think it's definitely tougher, but I know, uh, I, I think I know Scott well enough to know that, uh, you know, the team that we saw then is not the same the team that we're going to see tonight and vice versa, really. Uh, so, yeah, it's, it's going to be tough no matter what, especially when you're facing a team like that. Um, it should be a good game, I think. I feel confident. And the last question, Coach. You're a game away from playing on championship Saturday as the stakes ramp up. What does that change for you as a coach? What does it change for the players? I think it's just, you know, taking a game game by game here. You know, I I can't look past this game. I can't look ahead to it. Um, All the focus is right here in this this moment. So it's really just putting everything together and everything that we've worked so hard for this season and, and making it happen here tonight. Coach, thanks so much for your time, and good luck tonight. Thank you. I appreciate it. And that was head coach Kristen Hicks joining us on the pregame show. We've got more coming up in just a bit on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the Tech. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. 
We commend all our student-athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Countdown to tip-off continues here from Southwestern High School, uh, the site of Sectional 60, where the Jacksonville Lady Eagles set to take on the uh, South Decatur Lady Cougars here in this semi sectional semifinal. And, uh, you know, we heard Coach Hicks' comments there um, about this matchup. It doesn't seem like she didn't look too much into that win uh, because it was early in the season, and she knows that this team that she's going to face here tonight in a few moments is much different than what she saw in the regular season. Well, that's exactly right. You know, I mean, as a coach, you want your team to grow as the season progresses. And, you know, like she said, I, I liked it when she said, you know, that's not the same team that they played early, and then, but they're not either. Right. And, uh, um, like I said, I think the big thing is, um, you know, limit the turnovers, uh, get the nerves out of the way early. Don't don't let it, one team get a get a, a big run on on the other team. Um, but if they do, then you got to have the the heart to come from behind and be able to chip away at it. Uh-huh. And uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, I thought she had the right idea. You know, if I remember correctly, she came from that program. She did. So you know, she's learned a lot, and she's able to bring that down to the South Decatur team. You know, the big thing about South is they haven't had a lot of success in the past. So, you know, hopefully that when they can get some things going early and then and that will help them out. But again, Jackson Dell, they've had the success. So when they come in here, they're ready to play. It's just another game to them. They're used to this and uh, South is, is a little more new to it. So um, it, it, it could be a very good ball game. You know, who who's going to come out is... Uh, I'm not sure you can decide at this point. Yes, it's too close to call. And when we look at the tail of the tape, with Jacksonville Lady Eagles, uh, they'll be head leaded, led rather by Coach Scott Smith. 420 wins and 150 losses in his 23rd season at Jacksonville. Coach Hicks in just her second season, 23 and 25. Uh, Jacksonville, of course, they got the bye in this tournament. So this is their first appearance. In postseason play, they kind of back their way in with a loss in the last game of the regular season. They took on Southwestern of Hanover. Uh, they lost that one by four, South Decatur. And their opening round win over Edinburgh, a pretty sound win there, 50-21. to 21. Now, as far as these two teams, Coach, they've matched up oh, just short of 30 times here in the past 20 years. Jacksonville, obviously, with the edge. 24 Jacksonville wins to just four South Decatur wins, but on November 28th here this past year, that was one of those four wins, a five-point victory over the Eagles, 43-38. And as far as in tournament play, Jacksonville holds the edge there, too. 11 wins for Jacksonville, only two wins for South Decatur. Um, And according to the John Harrell predictor, he's calling for a Jacksonville victory uh, he's saying a 51-35. I think that point spread's a little too generous. Yeah. Um, but all the same, definitely calling for a Jacksonville 
uh, uh, victory. And when you look at this Jacksonville team, I need to remind people, remind our listeners, this was a Final Four team last year. They went all the way to the semi-state, and they only graduated one senior coach. So it's really the exact same team. They just ran it back to make another run. Yeah, and I, I, I you know, I liken this to, you know, I kind of go back to my, my career, but um, we played Sheridan in the regional one year, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, Sheridan in football, they're in the dome pretty much all the time, or yeah. usually is. And, um, you know, I remember going up there to play them in the regional, and they beat us pretty soundly, but... Uh, you know, they didn't sit back, you know, make, you know, cheering and do all that stuff when they won. It was amazing to me that they just walked up, they got their their trophy, mm-hmm. and then went and walked off to the locker room. You know, what I mean, they high fived and stuff like that. But they had they had a their focus was getting back to that state final on Thanksgiving weekend. And these guys have been there, and at this point, they want they they want to get back there. You know, they want to take that extra step. So. Um, you know, they're coming in with a little bit of an edge. Uh, it just depends on how South comes out and starts the game. Yeah, I feel like Jacksonville is definitely looking like this as a business trip. Um, you know, they've been here before. They've done this before. Um, so, yeah, kind of like you were saying there with Sheridan, they expected to be there. I think uh, with Jacksonville, they expect to be here. They expect to be playing on Saturday yeah. night. However, they've got um, – a task ahead in front of them to take care of this South Decatur team, and I think Coach Hicks and her squad are up for the task as well. Again, thanks for joining us for Countdown to Tip-Off. We will step away here for the playing and single of the National Anthem, and when we get back, we will have live action on the floor. The Lady Cougars taking on the Lady Eagles on Country 103.9 WRBI and on the new WRBI app. Lawfree Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana from locations in Osgood, Versailles, and Dillsboro, has an oil sale going on now through the end of March. They're already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel. Make them your go-to for oil, LP propane, and farm petroleum. Checked out their retail store lately? Need something for the farm, garden, or do-it-yourself project? They've got it at the Osgood store. Lawfree Valley Ag, you already go there for country mark fuel. Stop in for everything else you need, too. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. We all make preparations for our family's well-being in case of an accident or job loss. But it's just as important to plan ahead for the inevitable. To record and communicate our end-of-life wishes to help ease the stress and emotional burden on our families. Helping our neighbors plan ahead with no cost or obligation is what Gilliland How Funeral Home does best. Planning your own funeral arrangements in advance is one of the greatest gifts you can give your loved ones. It can help eliminate guesswork for your family. And with our complimentary assistance, it's actually very simple to do. Give us a call at Gilliland How Funeral Home. 
Cecil Ison from Ison's Family Pizza. We are hiring. We have open positions in our front and back of house, including counter and order taking, food prep, pizza making, and closing duties. Stop in at 117 East George Street and pick up an application today. Don't forget to pick up some pizza sticks with our amazing cheese sauce. Yummy. The award-winning Ison's Family Pizza, 812-933-0333, IsonsFamilyPizza.com, or 117 East George Street, downtown Batesville. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Your community radio station, Country 103.9 WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. And we're back live at Southwestern High School, a site of sectional 60 with the Jacksondale Lady Eagles sent to take on the Lady Cougars of South Decatur. This should be a good one. One of these teams, of course, will be playing in the championship game on Saturday night. Yeah, it's uh, it's set to be a good one. Like I said, the big the big thing is South has to come out and they have to start out strong. They yes. can't get behind Jacksonville quick um, and get down big. They, they've got to come out and they got to be aggressive and make some things happen for themselves. Not be afraid to lose the game. Jacksonville, on the other hand. And I, I think Coach understands this and probably has ingrained it in his girls' heads, but you can't come out with the mentality that, right. you know, all we got to do is slide through the next two games and we're looking at the regional, you know, because some teams will do that, and then all of a sudden they come out and they're flat. I always talked about to my kids, I said it was like starting an engine. Yeah. You know, it, you come out and you try to get that engine to start. You know, you don't come out with it started to begin with, and so now that the game's going on, and now you all of a sudden you're trying to play the game, and you're trying to get that engine started. And sometimes the engine starts and it'll take off, and there's other times that that thing will never take off, <laughs> and and you know you end up losing a game that you shouldn't because you didn't start out with the mentality I have to play this game. We want to thank our sponsors for making this broadcast possible: Ivy Tech Community College, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Lafferty Valley Ag. Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Garings. We are set to go, and it's the Cougars that win the tip there. And from our vantage point, it's an interesting setup here at Southwestern. We're perched on the stage, so we're looking straight away at the action, north and south, if you would, as opposed to seeing uh, these combatants go east and west. And it's the Cougars that have it first, and they work the ball around the arc. Pitch out onto the left wing. And that ball goes inside. Two shots. It's still not there. Last shot put up by Summers. And here come the Eagles quickly down the floor. Send it up in a wide open lane. And you just can't do that. Julia Meyer will take advantage. She does to open up the score. And Meyer with a two-point basket. Yeah, there's no communication right there. They had a high screen, and both girls stayed with the screen, and nobody helped off, left a wide open lane for the left-handed layup. Sundell's going to bring it up the floor, walk it, 
then send it over to the left-hand side for Eden. Eden then passes it back up to McQueen. Ball now in the far right wing. Patience being shown here by the Cougars. Now Summers has it. Put you know, on the floor is McQueen inside. That shot no good. I believe partially blocked. And the Eagles off and running. Looking to set up Hughes. Hughes absorbs the contact on her baseline drive. Shot won't go, but she was fouled. Reagan Hughes to the line to shoot two. Yeah, just got there just a little bit late. Um, you know, once again, they just not don't have the communication right now. They're just a step slow. Reagan Hughes stands in at the free throw line. Her first shot, good. Hughes had a huge game here in this gym a year ago, and because of the success that the Eagles had last year, remember, Coach, that was the first year of the two-game regional. That second free throw rims out. Jacksonville has won a lot of games in this building is my point. Yeah, exactly. Um, you know, they've won a lot of games everywhere. <laughs> you know, I mean, this is a good basketball program. You know, South's trying to get themselves to that point, and, you know, they can learn a lot just by playing the team like this. Tonight will be a big step in doing just that. The Cougars now back on offense. Kylie Best. Had that one there, and she dished it off to Sundle. Sundle's baseline drive got cut off. There was contact, but she lost the ball out of bounds. Coach Scott Smith calling out a play as Kelsey Borman's going to walk it up the floor. She relays that information, and the Eagles in squad formation now. Up top, Hughes with that motion offense, but good defense caused Hughes to travel. And it'll be a Jacksonville turnover. They're first. Yeah, again, that was a really good defensive uh, possession right there for South. They, they did a good job getting through screens and getting to this point where when the de- the offensive player got there, they were waiting on them. They definitely was. And it was Sundo bringing it up the floor. And at the top of the key is Kylie Best. Best sends it over to the right wing. A three on the way. No good. Sundo with that shot. And Heiners quickly down the floor and lays it in. It's a 5-0 run to start things off for the Lady Eagles. They like to get out and run, don't they? Yeah, they really do. And uh, this is where South needs to stop the bleeding a little bit. They've got to take, hit some outside shots because they're, they're, they're packing everything down inside. McQueen took your advice. I believe she had a foot inside the arc, and that'll be a long two for McQueen. And now the Cougars are on the board quickly. Down the floor, Eagles. Motion offense up top. And now a dribble drive around the defender on the right side of the lane. Shot up. No good. That one by Sophie Sullivan, but a rebound. Myers kicks it out to Sullivan. Back up to Heiners. Heiners works it around, finds it in the hands of Sullivan, and she drains the three-point basket. Sophie Sullivan gives the Eagles an 8-2 lead. What a Jacksonville run to start this game. Yeah, South gave her too much room. South's going to have to realize they got three-point shooters. They can't give them that kind of room. Back the other way now with the Cougar. Sundle brings it up the floor. They dump it down inside. Turnaround jumper is sweet for Michaela Summers. That's their advantage there inside if they want to go to that, Coach. And that was the first time Summers made a good move to with her back to the basket, the turnaround jumper was good. Yeah, that's what they want to do is they want to get it down to her, but Jacksonville did a good job getting stopping it up until that play. Another three on the way for the Eagles. This one from the left corner, not, no good. 
Back the other way we go. Cougars now after the rebound. Opportunity to cut into this lead. Another three ball coming and got it. Coach, you called it perfectly. They got to get the three ball going. Sundo gets in on the party, and it's now a one-point ball game just like that. Yeah, that they can hit that shot, but that's not what they like to do. They like to work it and get it, get better shots, but they can make them. Sullivan underneath her two-point shot, no good. Hits the bottom of the rim. Back the other way we go. Again, Sundo with a back to the rim, and this time the second defender came over to help, and Hughes able to tie her up. And that's going to be a jump ball. And the uh, advantage, I believe, is going to go to the Eagles. So 8-7. That's the score here with 3-14 left in the first. We thought it would be a back-and-forth affair, and so far it really has. Motion weave up top for the Eagles. Briefly, Paul thought about a shot, kicks it out to the corner. Three ball coming. Got him. A sweet basket for Caitlin Heiner's and Heiner's just drains that one. And the three ball has really worked well for the Eagles in terms of helping them keep their lead. A long two now for the excuse me, the Cougars and a good rebound on the offensive boards to keep this possession alive. Now from the right side, dribble drive inside through the defenders. Almost lost it there. They kick it out to the left wing. This three short. That's shot by Kylie Best, and now the Eagles bring it back down the floor. Sends it over into the right wing. Heiners puts it on the floor, dribbles around, motion weave up top. Borgman, now Hughes. Back and forth, trying to loosen this defense up a little bit. Get a good open look from the near corner for Borgman. And that shot off the mark and out of bounds. So it's 2.06 left, 11-7 to score. Eagles on top. The uh, Cougars will inbound underneath the basket nearest us. A little token pressure from the Eagles. And now they're getting uh, in a little dangerous territory. Got to hurry. They get it across the line now. Three ball coming. Got them. That's her spot. No, actually, that's Michaela Puckett. She just checked in, Coach, and yeah. drained a three. Yeah, she came in hot, didn't she? She really did. <laughs> it's 11-10 as the Cougars try to keep pace. Heiners dribbling on this right wing. Hands it off to Borgman. Borgman being bothered a little bit. Cougars going man-to-man here. No zone so far. Strictly man defense. Almost a trap there. They pass out of it underneath. Shot no good. Rebound. Cougars. Cougars have a chance to take their first lead of the night. This one all thrown away. They were looking to get the junior, Michaela Puckett, back in the action. And that pass, just a little off the mark, Coach. Well, yeah, and they they ran away from, from Sundle. I mean, she's bringing the ball down, and she was getting pressure and she couldn't get it across, and nobody came up to fill that spot. They, they stayed way down low, and it didn't help. Meyer doing it on our own. Dribbles all the way from the left wing inside. The scoop layup is good, 13-10 with under a minute to go. Now they bring it up the floor. Got to the Cougars. They had a little help. Turnaround jumper once again. That's her signature shot. Michaela yep. Summers got that jumper working. Drop. That's- 
that's where they want to go. Yes. You know, they want it down there first, and they'll shoot the outside stuff second. Cougars draw within one with 30 seconds left. Dribble drive inside and tried to get it to go was Boardman, but I believe that shot was partially blocked. Falls short, goes out of bounds. So with 26.9 seconds left, 13-12 Eagles, the Cougars will bring it in for these final 26 ticks. They've got a shot to take the lead going into uh, the second quarter. Yeah, it looks like Jackson Dell's gone into his zone here. Dribble drive. Michaela steps inside. Hard off the back iron. Scrum for the rebound. Cougars come out with it. Nine seconds. Oh, and a travel. She drug the, didn't drag that pivot foot. Molly Eden may have been a little contact there, too, to kind of encourage her to pick up that pivot foot. Yeah, and she she lost the ball. And then when she went to get it, you know, then that was the travel. Reagan Hughes. Oh, man. Absorbed the contact there. Kristen Hicks does not like that call. And what she was, what Hicks was looking at is that off arm got a little bit away from her body, yeah. but it did not fully extend, though, Coach. So I think they may, yeah. that may be the right call. The basketball nowadays, it's a contact sport. So yeah. when she lowered the shoulder a little bit and did a bump, that's, that's part of the game anymore. Four seconds. They get it inbound. Clean shot from Borgman. Got him. Four seconds left on the clock. Oh, wait a minute. Are they going to wave this shot off? Oh, oh, my The horn goodness. went off, so but, I don't know if they're going to count. Yeah, there's, but there's four, four seconds. seconds. So I don't know how they're going to deal with that, you know, with the horn going on. I mean. So there's a conference at the scores table. Yeah. All three officials on this table. Coach Scott Smith wants an explanation. Coach Hicks staying on her oh, he's end. not happy. <laughs> they're not going to give it to him. It doesn't look like they're going to count the points. And. I don't know the confusion. I think the two different. I think the clock on one end of the floor. We can't see that clock, but I think the clock closest to you and I is what zeroed out. Is it? And the clock on the opposite end of the floor shows four seconds. Let's see what the call is now. Okay, ball staying down here is what they pointed. So it should be. They're leaving it to Jackson Dell, but they won't count the shot. Right. So we reset everything. And it was a beautiful set play that the Eagles ran. Exactly, yeah. They got Borgman free in the corner, in the left corner, for a beautiful, oh, here's the disadvantage. It looks like they were going to shut down the clock on the opposite end, which would be a disadvantage for us because that's the only clock we can see. (laughs) I don't even have a mirror we can stick out there. (laughs) But, uh, okay, so they've reset it to 3.3 seconds. It was sitting at 4 seconds. They reset it to 3.3, so this is the best we can figure. There was a clock malfunction, caused the horn to go off. But here's the thing, though. That horn went off after the basket. Right. Yeah, I mean, she'd already let go of it when the ball, when the horn went off. Well, no, worry, no reason to worry about it now. We play on. They go inside, and Meyer, a blocked shot as she went in on the left block. And that shot is blocked. Yeah, Summers got in there and did a great job staying up, and she just swatted it away. Two seconds left to go right back to her. Myers this time goes up and under, count the basket. A two-point basket as time expires, and the Eagles lead the Cougars 15-12 second quarter. Coming up next on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Make cleanup easy with a new Whirlpool dishwasher. 
You won't have leftover dishes to hand wash with the flexibility to fit tall items in the adjustable upper rack and room for 14 place settings. Plus, you can skip scrubbing and pre-rinsing when you use the boost cycle. Shop Garings to see how Whirlpool dishwashers can help you manage your family's mealtime messes. Garings and Whirlpool, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of Girls Basketball Sectional 60 brought to you in part by Bruns Gutzwiller, Gillen and Howe Funeral Home, H&R Block, and Ison's Family Pizza. Karen Sarney alongside the coach, Gary Sully. And coach, we've got one quarter in the books. It's 15 12. Julia Myers for the Eagles getting things done. She leaves them with six. But Michaela Summers working that turnaround jumper uh, scored four points for the Cougars. Yeah, that helped her that they were able to hit some shots from outside, so it opened it up a little bit. She goes right back to that turnaround jumper. This one off the rim, and it's the Eagles that snatched that one out on the rebound. But not under control was the Eagles. Sophie Sullivan, and she loses it out of bounds. So as quickly as they secured the rebound, they turned it right over. Yeah, that's that's three turnovers for Jacksonville. Turnovers haven't really been too bad up to this point. Cougars continue the offensive set here. A good look from the left corner, and that three ball too strong. Puckett, who hit one earlier, lined that one up, but no good. 12-15. Eagles on top. They run their motion weave up top. Borgman took a peek inside. He's going to pull it back out. Screen set by Meyer. That freed her up briefly. Hands it off. Now Meyer on the ball. Looking to drive inside. They cut her off. And you could tell this Eagle, de- excuse me, this Cougar defense, they practice how to defend this motion offense. They're doing a good job on this this possession. Coach. Yeah, they're doing a great job. I mean, they're, they're not switching on anything. And then we and get we got a foul away from the ball. They're going to put that on Reagan Hughes. I didn't really see what happened there. All I know when I heard the whistle, Hughes was on the on the floor. Yeah, I think what happened was she was fighting. The South girl was fighting over the screen, and, and the girl was moving uh, into the screen. I said that was on Hughes. I take that back. They put that on Sophie Sullivan. Actually, it's the first foul here in the second quarter. Team foul, number one. Another big shot from way outside. Misses everything. They do get the rebound. Do the Cougars still battling inside? And finally, rebound. Picked up by... Picked up by the Eagles. Hughes. Hard drive inside. Whole lot of contact. No question on the foul on that one. And Hughes... Going to the line, and they're doing what they can, these Eagles are, to keep things going. And every one of her teammates are in Hughes' ear telling her, hey, 
settle down a little bit. We yep. need you. Yep. Hughes took exception to some of that contact, and there was a lot of it. Yeah, she's not afraid to go in there and mix it up with the big girls. First free throw, free throw, excuse me, on the way was a miss. And in other games we're following for you, Batesville, they lead Connorsville 12-10 after one. And North Decatur, they lead Milan 13-6 after one. And here we go. A steal, coast to coast, and a big two-point basket for the Cougars. That one put in by Kylie Best. Once again, the Cougars draw within one. Borgman, wraparound pass on the floor, picked up by the Cougars. Cougars with the ball down one with a chance to take their first lead coach of the night. Yeah, that'd be big for them if they can get that. They go inside to Summers, turn around, baseline jumper. I'm telling you, that is her shot. She has perfected the move and the shot. And with that two-point basket, the Cougars take a one-point lead. Yeah, if you looked at her, you wouldn't think she's that strong, but she, she's a lot stronger than she looks. Borgman sees an open and goes inside down the baseline and able to lay it in. Defense collapsed there. They left that door wide open. 17-16 now as Eagles regain the lead. The Cougars are going to walk up the floor with Sundle. Sundle sends it over to the right wing. Three on the way, and it's good. Michaela Puckett, her second three-point basket, and now the Cougars up by two. Jacksonville looking to answer into Sophie Sullivan. Sullivan, heavy contact, a lot of good defense, and what's impressive, they're playing man-to-man, haven't even looked at a zone, right. and they're keeping up with the Athletic Eagles. Well, and that was a great job because the, the one girl came off for South came off and, and stepped in. Yes. The, the, the other girl had been beat, and I think it was Sundle stepped off and, and stopped her at the basket and caused the turnover. Puckett has it on this right wing, gives it up, sends it the other direction. Now they go inside. Double team comes, scrum for the ball, and somehow it ends up in the hands of Michaela Summers, and she does the rest. Banks it in for two. 21-17, Cougars. Their biggest lead of the night. Jackson Dale looking forward answer. Hughes hands off to Boardman. Boardman directing traffic with the offhand. They look inside. Myers there. The entry pass denied. A turnover. And Puckett trying to get it up the floor. Gets it across the timeline. Kicks it out on the right wing. Thought about a three, but instead goes down the baseline. Partially blocked. Good defense. No foul call. Meyer sends it all the way up ahead. Sullivan scoops this one up. Excuse me, Borgman, rather. Has it. Two-point basket for Myers as she got it back. 19-21 as the Eagles finally get an answer to kind of stop the bleeding, but the Cougars are still up. 21-19. I tell you, I'm not so sure South wouldn't be well off to take a timeout here. There's, there's some girls sucking air a little bit. Yeah, there was a phonetic pace there in between. Those last possessions. Baseline jumper again is good. This time it's Kylie Best. And 23-19, and there is a timeout on the floor. Cougars with a four-point lead over the Eagles. We take a timeout and be back with more on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. 
Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance. Not just for farmers. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of girls basketball sectional number 60 brought to you tonight by Fleetwood Chevrolet, Blackhawk Precision Ag, Franklin County Farmers, Mutual Insurance, and Hurton Elko. Terrence Arnie alongside the coach Gary Sully here from Southwestern Shelby where the Jacksonville Lady Eagles find themselves in a little bit of a hole as the Cougars caught up after that first quarter and really poured it on in the second. With three minutes left in the second, they lead 23-19. Well, right now, I think South is is creating things off of their defense yes. because their defense has been stifling down here. And at, at times, Jackson Dell looks like they're open to the basket, but South's doing a good job helping off and cutting it off. And then offensively down there, I think they're just being a little more aggressive and, and some of the loose balls South's getting to. Yeah, and what's impressive, Jacksonville has a height advantage, but despite that, they are be, uh, the Cougars have been able to defend them extremely well. Myers down the lane, Euro steps away to a basket. She gets the hoop and the harm, so she will go to the line for an old-fashioned three-point play. Well, you could tell she got a hold of the ball. She was going to the hole. Yes. They've taken Summers out. And uh, Eden was Gardner, and it's it's just a matchup problem there. So stepping to the line, Julia Myers. Shot is good, and uh, it's a one point ball game. Cougars with the one point lead and the basketball as Sundo. She'll take this one up the floor, send it off to McQueen, gets it back, back to McQueen on the wing, back up top for Sundo. Kick it out to the left wing. Three ball halfway down and out. Eagles with the rebound. Borgman running with it. And she slows down just a bit, waits on her teammates, and now they go into their motion offense. Meyer sends it to the corner. Open shot from the corner. No good. Long rebound and then a foul. That shot was put up by Cheyenne Cullen. Cullen's first minutes here in this ball game and Cullen tried to get her own rebound and got a little handsy with it. That was a good block out by by um Braley Sun uh Sundle. She had her on her hip and, and the girl just tried to push her out of the way and, and knocked her into the, the Jackson Dell girl. Stays 23 22 Cougars. Sundle brings it up the floor, sends it up top now to McQueen and she gets it right back. Cross-court pass to the opposite wing. Dribble drive inside, and she just throws this one up. And, oh, my. I don't know if I've ever seen this before. (laughs) I want to see somebody jump up there and get that one. The ball has (laughs) rested at the top of the backboard, and it's not wedged. It's literally perfectly sitting there on the backboard and uh, the overhead bracket that holds the goal. So one of the officials got to... Try to knock it off with another ball. I'm not sure there's enough room between the bracket and the backboard. Agreed. Here. 
That that might mean he may get it. Oh, well, okay. he, put, he put a little backspin on it. See? <laughs> I thought he was going to get that one stuck. <laughs> With a little backspin, a little English, he was able to get that <laughs> dislodge the ball. So we will resume play from first try the foul line. So Kylie Best will go to the line, and the foul was put on Sophie Sullivan. That's her second. Team's third. I got so wrapped up in watching that ball get trapped up there, I didn't even realize there was a foul on the yeah. play. Best good on the first shot, making it a two-point game, 24-22. She's got another shot coming. And she's good on both. 25-22, your score. Eagles looking for an answer here. Cullen dribbles hard to her left. Gives it to Meyer. Cullen gets it back. Hard dribble drive the opposite side of the floor. Borgman now. Borgman dribble drive inside. Shot is blocked. Standing tall inside was Michaela Summers, but... Eagles able to regain control of the basketball. Cullen, inside out ball now. Good three-point look for Borgman, and nothing doing. Back the other way. Fast break opportunity. Bodies on the floor. Hughes sold out for a steal, came up short, and they say play on. Have it at the top of the key, does Puckett. Relocates to... uh, the opposite corner, actually, that was a three for McQueen. And the Cougars now equal their largest lead, five, 27-22. Eagles have the ball. There's under a minute to go before halftime. Julia Meyer eyes a three, puts it on the floor, and she draws the foul. She may have sold that one, Coach. I... Yeah, that was a little late. Um, you know, it may have been a foul, but when you call it that late, it's kind of hard to – to swallow as a coach. Yeah. There was clearly contact, and Meyer goes to the floor. That foul was going to be put on number 33. I don't have a 33. But according to the board, that 33 has two fouls. I'm not sure who that is. I don't think I've ever seen a 33. There's none out there. At any rate, Myers, good from the free throw line, makes it 27-24. And we've got an official's timeout again here. And I have no idea what this one's for. I think it's a clock malfunction again. Yes, I, I, either they didn't start the clock um, it, it, this this clock. They thing, didn't change the time unless it's this clock thing is is starting to be a thing. Yeah, it is. So we resume. Hughes, good defense by Reagan Hughes. She caused a turnover there. Yeah, that was that was a little bit of a force by Bess. She kind of dribbled through two defensive players, and and uh, one of the Jackson Dell girls tipped the ball, and then Bess. Tried to save it. Well, here's the interesting part with that turnover now. The Eagles have an opportunity to tie things up going into halftime instead of going into the halftime trailing. Myers thought about the three, spinning in the lane, and she's fouled. She'll shoot two more. (laughs) 
Myers here going down the stretch in the second quarter. Seems like she's living at the free throw line. Yeah, and she's making them. I mean, that's the thing. She's making them, so. Well, I've always said the basketball gods favor the aggressive, and she's going to the hoop with little care for herself and her own body. She's just driving hard. This is the first, does Meyer. She's got another shot coming, so it's 27-24. 26 seconds left to go. Still to be determined who's going to have the lead at half. Yeah. It's a two-point ball game, 26 seconds. Cougars now with the ball after Meyer splits the pair. It's easy to see what they're doing because Molly Edens is guarding her again now. Summers is out. And once they do that, they're going right at Molly Edens. Jacksonville wanted to travel. And Puckett with a nice, strong dribble drive. Puckett probably the shortest girl out on the court. Wasn't afraid to go to the rack herself. And she'll be rewarded with two free throws. 13 seconds left. Yeah, you're right. She's the smallest girl out there. But, again, she took it in there with the trees. And makes good on her first free throw. And for you Decatur County listeners, North Decatur 31, Milan 11. That's a halftime score in that one. I want to thank our unbelievable stats and research department as they Keep us up to date on other games in the area. Puckett, she too splits the pair. So as Myers split, Puckett splits, it's still the same. Four-point ball game. Weave up top, Cullen. A bounce pass across the lane. Heiner's had a look at it, but it does not fall. So after two quarters of play, it's 29-25, and it's the Cougars who lead Jackson Dell by four. We've got our halftime show coming up here in just a bit. And we'll send it back to the station, let you hear from our sponsors, and we'll come back, give you some numbers and stats. Recap all of the first half action and get you ready to go for half number two. All of that on our halftime show right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit blackhawkag.com today. Decatur County Memorial Hospital presents the first annual free Women's Health Expo. This event is located in the new DCMH Rehabilitation and Medical Offices building in Greensburg. Receive free health screenings and after your appointment, join us for pampering and brunch. Spaces are limited for the free DCMH Women's Health Expo and registration is required. Call 812-663-1146 by February 28th to register. 
When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox Premier Dealer. Hurt and Elko and their Premier Dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. Ivy Tech, your hometown college, is proud to support our local student athletes. Ivy Tech offers over 70 in-demand programs like business, healthcare, advanced manufacturing, and more. Classes are offered in person and online at our Batesville and Lawrenceburg locations. Discover the option that's right for you during Tuesday at the Tech visit days. For more information, go to ivytech.edu slash Tuesdays and come check out the tech. This is the Halftime Show from 103.9 WRBI. Now, let's take a look at game stats and area scores. It is halftime at Southwestern Shelby, site of the sectional number 60. And maybe a surprise to some, but not to the folks of South Decatur. They have the four-point lead at the break, 29-25. Yeah, and that's, that's going to be the key in the second half is they just have to keep bringing that energy with them. I thought Coach did a really good job. She had some girls sucking air a little bit there and with about three minutes to go. She took that full time out, gave some girls an opportunity. She got uh, Summers off for a uh, couple minutes there at the end of that at the end of the half. Didn't really lose anything. That gives her a little extra time off. You know, hopefully they can continue this throughout the time. But um, scoring wise, you got Boardman has four points. Uh, Sullivan has three. Meyer has 14, huh. Hughes has one, and Heiners has three. And then on the south side, you have Puckett has eight. What can, uh, I'm sorry, Best has six. McQueen has four. Sundell has three. Summers has eight. So, you know, it's pretty even scoring on the south side. But, again, I think what happened was south – South wants to get it into Summers. Yeah. And then early, I think Jackson Dell was really packing everything down. South hit a few shots from out there. That forced Jackson Dell to start guarding them out there. Right. And then that opened up some things inside for Summers. Plus, I think there was some trash stuff as far as balls rolling that rolled South's way just because they were more aggressive on that on the uh, boards at that point. Right. And then, But then, you know, they're getting the ball to Hughes. When uh, they take Summers out, uh, it was pretty obvious that what they wanted to do is as soon as they see Summers go out, they're taking it in. And when she, they bring it in, she's on Molly Edens' as gardener. And as soon as that happens, they get her the ball and she's taking it to the hole. You mentioned Reagan Hughes, typically the leading scorer on this team, and she just has the one point. She's going to have to get going. But what's been most impressive to me is this South Dakota defense. There was no doubt in my mind, and I mentioned it on air, they have practiced and practiced and practiced for this defense and what I for this offense, rather, because when Jacksondale goes into their motion, it's almost like the South players are a step quicker. They're getting to the spot before the Jacksondale player gets there, and they're, they were able to trap and create all sorts of turnovers off of that motion offense up top. Yeah, and if you remember, beginning of the game, that wasn't the case. At yeah. the beginning of the game, South was like a step late. 
But, you know, if anybody's going to know Coach from Jacksonville, it's going to be South Decatur's coach that co- coached with him for a while. And she's done a good job so far yes. of getting those girls, you know, here's where it's going to go, here's what's going to happen. You know, you talk about running that weave at the top for Jacksonville, and South's doing a great job getting through those screens and, and coming under them. And, and the South girls are staking a step back, doing a good job against it. And like you said, you know, South's doing a good job against Hughes. And, you know, you're going to give up points. Yeah. What you want to do is give up points to one person. You don't want to give them up to three or four. Yeah, no doubt about it. An exciting first half of action, 29-25 with the Cougars on top. They trailed early in the ball game. It was a 15-11 uh, first quarter. And then after they were able to kind of grind and get their way back into this, uh, they tied things up and then eventually took the lead. And they have yet to relinquish it once they got the lead there in the second. We're going to step away briefly, take another quick timeout, and then come back, talk about what these teams need to do in the second quarter to have an opportunity to play on Championship Saturday. It's sectional 60 girls basketball action from Southwestern Shelby with the Cougars 29, Eagles 25 on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Now we have Chrysler Dodge Jeep is a proud sponsor of local athletics. I'm Michelle Galk, and at Batesville Chrysler, we value this community and the relationships we've built with our customers. As your hometown car dealer, we understand the importance of staying connected to the community. We commend all our student athletes and their hard work and dedication. That's why we're proud to sponsor local sports coverage so that fans can stay connected no matter where we are. Remember, you can buy a car anywhere, but when you buy a Facebook Chrysler Dodge Jeep, we can all work together to support the future of this great community. Lawfree Valley Ag, serving southeastern Indiana from locations in Osgood, Versailles, and Dillsboro, has an oil sale going on now through the end of March. They're already your go-to for top-tier country mark fuel. Make them your go-to for oil, LP propane, and farm petroleum. Checked out their retail store lately? Need something for the farm, garden, or do-it-yourself project? They've got it at the Osgood store. Lawfree Valley Ag. You already go there for country mark fuel. Stop in for everything else you need, too. You already know H&R Block does taxes, but you may not know you can get expert help in person or virtually, or that our tax pros average 10 years of experience. You can even request the same tax pro every year, and your biggest possible refund is always guaranteed. At H&R Block, help is here. All tax situations are different. Not everyone gets a refund. Limitations apply. See hrblock.com slash guarantees. H&R Block, with convenient locations in Batesville, Sunman, Brookville, Greensburg, and Versailles. We all make preparations for our family's well-being in case of an accident or job loss. But it's just as important to plan ahead for the inevitable, to record and communicate our end-of-life wishes to help ease the stress and emotional burden on our families. Helping our neighbors plan ahead with no cost or obligation is what and Howe Funeral Home does best. Planning your own funeral arrangements in advance is one of the greatest gifts you can give your loved ones. It can help eliminate guesswork for your family, and with our complimentary assistance, it's actually very simple to do. Give us a call at and Howe Funeral Home. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. Halftime continues here from Southwestern Shelbyville, where the Jacksonville Eagles trail the South Decatur Cougars 29-25. And it's been the defensive effort coach of these Lady Cougars that helped them erase an early deficit and get the lead. And it's 
kind of got the Eagles off their heels. But the Eagles, they just need to settle down and play their basketball. They're close enough. It hasn't gotten away. And then, again, the Cougars, they just need to keep doing what they're doing. Well, exactly. I mean, it's going to be the big thing now is who made what adjustments at halftime. You know, as a coach, you're sitting there trying to think about, um, you know, South. You're trying to think about what adjustments Jackson Dell is going to make and how do you adjust to that. And the same thing with Jackson Dell. Okay, here's what South's done. Are they going to try to adjust anything at halftime? And if I was, how are we going to react to that? So, you know, I, I, right now, Jackson Dell's not in a bad spot. Like I said, they've been here before. Yeah. So it, it, there's no panic there. South just has to realize, you know, all we got to do is do what we're doing. Well, the other thing, too, that could be a factor, this gym is starting to fill up, Coach, because you've got the second game coming up here in a little bit between Olenberg Academy and Morristown. So those fans and participants are now, and it's a packed house. Not sure who that will favor, but that could be a factor. As the Eagles start with the ball here to open up the third, continuing to run their motion offense down. Borgman hands off. A hole for Sophie Sullivan. Almost a hell ball there. The shot no good. They get their own rebound. Heiners puts it back up on the lid, and there's a foul. Yeah, that's going to happen. Came off the backside of the rim, and Jackson Dell had position. And that's usually what's going to happen on an offensive board like that. So Heiners will step to the line. As you and I were talking, Coach, off the air, not a whole lot of fouls being called in this game. They are clearly letting them play as Heiners sinks the first free throw. Yeah, there's been some bumping and grinding. It's just they just haven't called it. And Heiners splits the pair, and the Cougars... Tap that one out, and they're ready to rock and roll and come the opposite direction. Now in this half, they switch sides, so the Cougars are now playing north to south. They're coming towards us where the Eagles, the Eagles, well, when they're on offense, they'll be running away from us. Three balls straight away off the rim. That shot put up by Sundle, and the Eagles quickly get the rebound, and they're looking to run. Myers crosses the timeline. It kicks it out to Sophie Sullivan. Sullivan on the right wing dribbles around a double screen and sends it back up top for Borgman. Borgman directing a little traffic with her off arm. Looking inside, finds a wide open Meyer. Meyer thought about the three. She should have took that shot, but goes inside instead to Hughes to try to get her going. Hughes in too deep, hits the bottom of the backboard. And I understand wanting to get Hughes going, tried to feed her underneath there, Coach. Yeah, the thing is, she was there. I mean, she, the ball was there. She turned to the basket. South did a good job. Um, Sundle went down to double team on that. She'd probably been better off to kick it back out. But, um, you know, like you said, get it down there, get her a free throw, and, and maybe get something to happen, but end up a turnover. Back the other way, kickball called against the Eagles' Borgman. So South will maintain possession. They'll inbound underneath their basket. Sundle going to pull the trigger, gets inside, gets it right back, three ball, long three, and it was over everything, knocked out of bounds. They're going to say last touch by the Cougars. Reagan Hughes will trigger this one back into play. 29-26, Cougars on top. And both teams, I'm kind of surprised, uh, kind of um, a sluggish start. No foul call there. Both players go to the wow. ground. 
Well, I said they're letting them play. Yeah. I'm really surprised that wasn't a foul. They, well, I think it was on the offense, and it knocked the defense into the offense. But uh-huh. there should have been a foul either, you know, on the on the screener block. or on the on the girl going over the screen. Yeah, Hughes with a block. That one goes out of bounds. So it'll be Cougar ball. And this, I mean, it was physical in the first quarter. And it's ratcheted up here a notch here in the third. Yeah, it is. And it's going to get worse in the fourth. Puckett has it up top. Thought about a three set. Sends it over to the wing. Shot up. No good. That was best. Still battling for the rebound. Cougars come out clean. Puckett inside the arc. A flat-footed set shot for her goes down. 31-26 to open up third quarter scoring. Now there's a little life in these teams. Sullivan goes inside her shot. Not good. Short comes down. Off to the races. Cougars pushing the pace inside the lane. A coast-to-coast move and a two-point basket. Kylie Best did it all on that play. Yeah, I'm sitting here going, slow down, slow down, slow down, and then she ends up making the shot. Good shot. Myers almost threw that one away. Sophie Sullivan able to save it. A reach-in foul is going to be called as Michaela Summers Got her hand caught in the cookie jar. But not in the act of shooting, so it'll be a simple side out. And that's her third foul. I think we found who was 33. I think we did. That's her third foul, so she's going to have to sit down. That's going to change some things. She gives the Cougars their most size on the floor. And a turnover. Best again. Strong dribble drive. She gets cut off this time. Wisely pulls it back out and resets the offense. One foot inside the arc. Bad shot there. Just goes out of bounds. Didn't touch anything. Kind of rushed that one a little bit. She had a good screen at the top from State from Braley, and she went around. But I think she she rushed it. She was fading to her to her right, and it ended up being wide left. Coach Scott Smith's going to call a timeout. We'll take one as well. 33-26 Cougars. We'll be back after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Cecil here from Ison's Family Pizza. Cup and Char. Our Cup and Char pepperoni has been an area favorite for years. Cup and Char. But we now have a new addition to our Cup and Char lineup. Cup and Char sliced sausage. Our sausage is a sliced mild Italian sausage that cups when baked. Cup and Char. Our new Cup and Char sausage is available on all of our pizza lineup. Cup and Char. Get your Cup and Char sausage or Cup and Char pepperoni at Ison's Family Pizza. 812-933-0333. Ison'sFamilyPizza.com or downtown. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of Girls Basketball Sectional 60 brought to you tonight by Ivy Tech Community College, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Lafferty Valley Ag, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Garings. After the Scott Smith timeout, looks like he drew something up to perhaps... Nope, that was actually Borgman with the drive, not not Hughes. Borgman with the dribble drive to the basket, and she is fouled and will shoot two. Good on the first, 33-27. Cougars were leading this by seven prior to those two free throws. That was their largest lead. But Borbin cuts it to five. 
Cougars back the other way. Tried to dump it down on the block. A good hustle defense as Hughes comes skying out of nowhere. Swats that one away. But it will stay with the Cougars. Got a quick official's timeout as one of the Cougars wants to tie her shoe. I think that's a pretty good thing to do in a basketball game. Yeah. And now we're set and ready to go. Triggering the inbound. It's Kylie Bess. Sends it way up top. And she comes down as Julia Meyer got underneath her. Comes down on Julia. And that'll be a foul. Got to give them a place to land. Yeah. Just her first. But it is the team's first as well. Almost tossed that one away. And now the Cougars giving, excuse me, the Eagles rather, giving the Cougars some of their own medicine with some really close man-to-man defense now. Yeah, they got it in, and and, uh, the Summers girl got it in the corner. She dribbled it once. Well, then she was dead, so she really didn't have anywhere to go. Hughes going to take it down the lane, splits two defenders, puts it up, no good. Meyer there for the rebound. Her shot, no good. Outlet pass up ahead. Cougars chase it, chase it down. Kylie Best was there. Best dives on it. Bodies everywhere. But it's the Eagles that come up with it. Hughes steps through the lane and tries to throw it up. She keeps getting it too deep, Coach. Once again, she got so deep she couldn't really do much with the ball but got bailed out. Yeah, on both sides, it's like they're, out, they're all out of control. And, and that's why we're getting the turnovers. We're getting the Hughes shots under the basket. Takes another dive to the floor. This time, she's extremely slow to get back up. And a foul call underneath. Hughes complaining to the refs. And that's when you know. When you see players talking to the refs about what they thought should have been a call. That's when you know you're just really not in your game. You're looking for help from anywhere. Yep. Meanwhile, Julia Myers will step to the line. Good on the first. Incidentally, with that foul, that most recent foul, that was called on Paige McQueen. (laughs) Now they change it. Now they say there's only three fouls. They had four up there for a minute which was the point I was going to make, but they change it to three. Hmm. Well, Myers was good on one of the two, 33-29. Nice move inside for the Cougars, but the shot no good. One and done. Eagles come away with the basket after the Eden miss, and uh, Julia Meyer coast to coast for that one. Found the angle between two defenders. Kissed it off the glass into the net. And I've been, I apologize to our fans at home. I've been looking at this clock backwards. It's actually the Eagles with the lead. Eagles lead 34-32. I apologize. But again, with the clock malfunctions that we've been having, I think you can understand. A turnover. Cougars have it. Shot up. Two bounces off the rim. No good. Myers comes out of the pack, and she's running. Myers. The length of the floor. Throws it up. Misses everything. Hustle. A scrum on the floor. Coach, you can't tell me these young ladies don't want this victory. 
the way they are throwing bodies around. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm proud of both of them. I mean, this is a great basketball game because you know they're they're diving on the floor, they're they're hustling, they're playing great defense. You know, they're taking each other out of what they want to do. I mean, it's it's a good basketball game. We got somebody at the scorers table because the more and more I think about it, I could have swore. Now South is ahead, thirty-five, thirty-two. But when the, but those last sequence they get the last sequence though, I really feel like they gave the the points. The, the other uh, side. I, I, I would almost swear when I watch the, the, the scoreboard change, I'm going to pay attention closely, folks. We'll get it together. Again, we've had clock malfunctions, and it's kind of created a little bit of havoc. That two-point basket goes in for Reagan Hughes. And according to the scoreboard, South is the home team, so it's 35-34 South. Reagan Hughes' two-point basket made it a one-point South lead. A Cougar miss Myers down the lane and a blocked shot. It looked clean, Coach, but yeah. they do call a foul. Yeah, the only thing I could figure is she was kind of leaning back and then put her hand down. Other If she'd have stayed strong, I think she could have. And, again, with Summer sitting over here with three fouls, you know, that's her sister there. And, yeah. and she's just taking it right at whoever's guarding her once Summers is out of there. Myers kind of taking this game over offensively for the Eagles. She hits the first of her two free throws, and that coach ties the game. The first time this game has been tied since midway through the second quarter. 35-35, all knotted up, and Myers gets them both to go and gives the Jacksonville Eagles their first lead here in the second half. Cougar's going to walk it up the floor. We got a timeout on the floor, and we'll take a timeout as well. Eagles regain the lead, 36-35. We'll be back after this on Country 103.9 WRBI, the new WRBI app. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe that banking locally means our customers get the service they deserve. Local doesn't mean small. At the Napoleon State Bank, we believe local means caring, listening, advocating, growing businesses, supporting community, and having your best interest at the heart of everything we do. With so much uncertain in the world, your bank should bring you peace of mind. Come into the Napoleon State Bank today and let us show you the difference a local bank can make. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of Sectional 60 in Girls Basketball brought to you by Bruns Gutswiller, Gill and Howe Funeral Home, H&R Block, and Ison's Family Pizza. Terrence Arney alongside the coach, Gary Sully. We've got it all straight here now, 36-35. Eagles regain the one-point lead. And the Cougars are trying to answer. Shot up, no good. Hughes comes down with the rebound, and she's fouled. Now, I was mentioning to you earlier that it looked like there were going to be five fouls. They erased it, put it to three, but they now put it back to five. So with this most recent foul, Reagan Hughes will shoot two points, even though that was on the defensive end of the floor. And after the end of three quarters, North Decatur taking care of business. They are 
leading the Milan Indians 47-24. I got a halftime score for you also. Uh, the Batesville Bulldogs, 28, Connorsville, 26. That was a closely contested game. Actually, now they have ended the third quarter there in Batesville, 42, Connorsville, 36. So a back-and-forth affair there. The same goes here. Eagles now after the Reagan Hughes trip to the free throw. She split the pair. They lead 37-35. Cougars with the ball now. They get it over to the sharpshooter Puckett. Puckett goes inside for Summers. Turnaround jumper. Maybe a little outside the range there, Coach. That one was a little short. Yeah, they did a good job pushing her out. She was a little further out. She's two or three feet further than what she wanted to be on that. And it's Myers that has to defend her. And Myers now with the ball kicks it out to Heiner's on the right side. Heiner. Jackson Dell's taking the air out of the ball here with a minute to go. Well, and what they, it, it, Molly's doing a good job staying right where she's at because if she goes out there, she's going to, um, Heiner's is going to dribble around her. And that's what they're trying to get is to get her to come out. Now, they're going to let the air out of it. They're not, they want them to come out and then they can get some penetration and something happen before the end of the quarter. Yep. If not, they'll just let it sit out here. Sure. Route to approach 30 seconds. Ball's in the hands of Borgman. Borgman on the left wing and just standing there holding the ball. Cougar's going to let him do it. Two-point game. Now we're inside 20 seconds. Borgman hasn't moved. Ten seconds. Nothing going. And now Coach Scott Smith sends his team into motion. Meyer has it on the right wing. Dribble drive down to the baseline. Too strong. And South came away with the rebound, but time had expired. So it's a 37-35 game as we head to the fourth. Eagles by two. We'll have the fourth quarter conclusion right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. A Maytag washer can handle the tough loads with extra power to boost stain fighting on any wash cycle. The built-in water faucet is ready to give clothes a quick rinse or a long soak. Plus, the deep fill option delivers more water when you want it. Visit Garings to see how a Maytag laundry pair can help you power through laundry day. Garings and Maytag, 316 North Main, Batesville. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. Fleetwood Chevrolet at 950 North Michigan Avenue in Greensburg invites you to visit them. They're here to help you with your next new or pre-owned vehicle purchase, as well as all your service and parts needs. They're the home of Greensburg's only drive-in service lane and free oil changes for life with the purchase of a new vehicle. Give them an opportunity to earn your business at Fleetwood Chevrolet. We don't sell you cars, we help you buy them. The Sports Voice, Country 103.9, WRBI, Batesville, Greensburg, Versailles, Brookville. Fourth quarter action, Coach Gary Sully. The Eagles lead the Cougars 37-25, to and all of this excitement has been brought to you by Fleetwood Chevrolet, Blackhawk Precision Ag, Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, and Hurt and Elko. Eagles able to regain the lead there in that third. And, Coach, you were telling me 
after we got a two-point basket there for the Cougars to tie it up again. You're telling me they did that not on the floor, but from the free throw line. Yeah, I mean, they only had two field goals in that quarter and then eight free throws. So that's And South only had six points altogether, three field goals. So. so business definitely slowed down in the third. Eagles with the advantage, but it's tied right now as Borgman runs that motion offense up top, gets inside a little bit, back and forth, throws it up. Nothing doing. And a rebound down to the Cougars, an opportunity to regain the lead. Dribble drive inside. And a travel as it was McQueen on her way to the basket. The trap came over, Coach, and she had nowhere to go. Yeah, she she doesn't have a lot of lead in her pencil, and she went in there trying to trying to muscle, and, and she just hit a roadblock, knocked her off balance. And Hughes with a high dribble. They call her for the carry. And sometimes, Coach, it's just not your night. Exactly. And the thing is, you get to a point where then, then all of a sudden it starts getting in your head. Well, and I like know. I like what I saw there. Julia Meyer goes over, pats her on the back, says, hey, we need you. You right. know, come on. Well, and there are certain things in the game. It, the scoring isn't always the one thing you need. Exactly. So, she's you def- know, just do what you do. Yeah, she's definitely impacted the game on the defensive end as the Cougars get this offense running now. Kicks it back up top and a steal. Sophie Sullivan snatches that one away from Puckett, goes inside, lays it up. Good. Two-point ball game. Eagles back on top. 6.32 left in this ball game. And these two coaches, listen, they're in this game just as much as the players attempted a wraparound pass, but they said Sullivan was into her body as McQueen was trying to wrap that one around her. So... Put that foul on Sophie Sullivan, her third, team's first of the quarter. They get it in cleanly. Back in the game is best. They go to Summers. Summers on the baseline. Cross-court pass is too strong and out of bounds. Yeah, that, the Molly did a great job. Once they brought it to the post, to, to Summers, Mm-hmm. Molly broke to the block, and she was open for a short time, and by the time they threw it to her, Jackson Dell had recovered, and she threw it over her head. It's two-point ball game. Eagles on top. They've got the ball here, and they call a travel on Borgman. So we've got back-to-back-to-back turnovers, both teams, and this that just tells me that the intensity is ratcheting up, Coach, and they both know that this game hangs in the balance right yeah, now. Yeah, and then you, you can feel the pressure right now. It's, it's you know, it, it's... It's getting pretty intense, like you said, the crowd's big time. Best with a miss, but Summers with the rebound. Her putback, no good. Sophie Sullivan comes down with it and races back down the floor. Golden opportunity there for the Cougars. They had two good looks at it. Could have tied this ball game up. Meyer being guarded by Summers. Kicks it out on the right wing for Sullivan. And now Heiners has it up top. They clear out to the other side of the floor. The whole left side of the floor was empty there. Hyders wanted to put it on the floor. She might have made it to the basket. But Borgman has it up top. Goes right, then back left. Gives it to Sullivan. And this looks kind of like the way that third quarter ended. The Eagles, definitely not content, but they have taken the air completely out of the ball. Yeah, they're playing five out, and then they're just moving to the basket. Now, all of a sudden, we got a foul, foul on Puckett. Away from the ball, and you were watching the matchup there as Hughes is getting emotional anyway as the way this game is unfolding. She was trying to cut across the floor, and Puckett cut off her path, and they finally 
call the foul. Those two had been tangled up for some time. Yeah, exactly. That's what they're running that five out and trying to get a back cut, and and uh, she just hooked her. So they inbound do the Eagles underneath their own basket. They get it in for Meyer. Meyer guarded by Summers. Summers quite the defender. I haven't seen a lot of defenders, and it's more fisticuffs between Puckett and Hughes. Yep. Co- Coach, you said it. There's other ways to impact the game, and yep. now it appears Hughes has maybe gotten under the skin of Puckett a little bit, back-to-back fouls. Well, and then Hughes is bodying on her, too, and she's cutting to the basket. She's just running right through her chest. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they're going to have to decide, do you want to do that or you just want to step aside and just def- just defend the pass? They go inside. Sophie Sullivan's shot won't go. Best comes down with the rebound. Cougars have a chance to tie or take the lead with 4.42 left. The trap comes. Foul called, and it's going to go. Oh, they say a, tra- a travel. No foul, but a travel on Best. So the Cougars now finding themselves in harm's way. Maybe self-inflicted harm. A couple of turnovers here down the stretch. 39-37, still the score with the Eagles on top by two, and it's Julia Myers with a drive to the basket. She gets tied up, jump ball, and the possession arrow favors the Eagles. It'll stay on that end of the floor. 4.20 left, 39-37. Eagles underneath the own basket. They trigger this one in. They go up top to Myers. Myers, again, being closely guarded by Summer. Turns her away. Myers goes back out and then sends it to the opposite side of the floor. Heiners is there. Heiners runs the motion weave, drops it off for Boardman. Hughes calling for it all on the baseline. And notice how they switch now. They put a taller defender on Hughes. And with this two-point lead, Coach Scott Smith is literally playing for what would be a final shot, and they give Coach Scott Smith a timeout, and Coach Kristen Hicks and the entire South Decatur fans lose it. Yeah, they they swear that that girl, she lost control of the basketball, and she went over and stepped on the out-of-bounds line. Yes. That's what South's saying. But uh, they called timeout. Well, they can't call timeout until she has possession of the ball. Agreed. So when she had that, if she was on the line, she's out. But we'll keep it right here with 3.40 left. It's a two-point ball game. And, Coach, I find it interesting that Coach Scott Smith had decided to take that. Let me say this first. This man has coached more basketball <laughs> than I could even remember basketball. But I do find it interesting, his decision to take the air out of the ball for the entirety of this quarter. Yeah, it, uh, well, and I think basically what they're doing, and, and they're, they're playing five out, yes. and they're basically just saying, you know, we're, we need to do some back cuts, but I'm not seeing a whole lot of back cuts. Yeah. I mean, nobody's heading, cutting to the basket and cutting through in order to get that back cut. I don't know whether South's laying off. I'm not exactly sure why, but. Like you said, I mean, they basically are just shortening the game and just saying, you know, we're up two and we'll we'll win by two if you let us. I that, guess that that is that seems to be exactly what it is. They're just the, the Eagles. 
And in, and in all honesty, I do think that's a clear sign of respect to this South Decatur team. They're like, hey, you gave us a run for our money there. We're just going to try to get to the end of this ball yeah. game. Yeah, and I tell you what, they're they're letting um, um, Meyer, she's getting the ball. She's dribbling up against Summers trying to get her fourth foul, but she's done a great job of preventing that from happening. It's been a great matchup between 14 and 22, no doubt. And I can't give the edge to either one of them. They just played great ball. Eagles with the ball after the inbound. 325 left. A two-point ball game. Jacksondale by two. Clear lane. And a block by Summers. Snatched that ball right out of the sky. Gives it over to Best. Best strong dribble drive. Throws it up. Off the rim. Summers with the rebound. A put back. Tie ball game. All tied up at 39 with three minutes left to go. I was going to say, she hadn't scored the whole second half, and she made what, got one when they needed it. Quickly put up on the rack by Heiners. She's fouled. She'll go to the line to shoot two in this tie ball game. So much for taking the air out of the ball. Well, and that's when South's been playing its best is when, they, when they're running. Yes. I mean, when they're running and, and going, they're, they're playing their best. Huge free throws here. As Heiners gets it to go for the one-point lead. In other games, North Decatur, we got a final. 55-34, they defeat Milan. They'll play on championship Saturday. Meanwhile, after the second missed free throw, running gun for Best. Best puts it up, no good. Rebound down to the Eagles. So the Cougars one and done on that possession, and it was a very, very quick possession. I'm not sure if it wouldn't benefit the Cougars to run some clock as well. We got another timeout, and we'll take one with them here. 238 left, one-point ball game, Eagles 40, Cougars 39 on Country 103.9, WRBI, the WRBI app. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance at 125 Main Street in Brookville was founded in 1900, and they haven't raised rates since 1986. They're not just for farmers. Get your auto and home insurance through Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance Company, too. Visit their website at fcfarmersmutual.org. Looking for a local insurance company with local agents? Look no further. Franklin County Farmers Mutual Insurance, not just for farmers. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school girls basketball sectional 60 brought to you tonight in part by Ivy Tech Community College, Napoleon State Bank, Decatur County Memorial Hospital, Lafferty Valley Ag, Batesville Chrysler Dodge Jeep, and Garings. 234 left in this ball game. The Eagles have the ball and a two-point lead. 40 to 39. Myers being blanketed by Summers. Trying to get around. I'm gonna have to give it up. They go back up top for Heiners. Heiners has it there. A little 32 on 32 as Braley Sundle comes out to guard her. They go back to Myers, perhaps their best ball handler. And Myers and Summers continue. Summers puts the hand on the hip to kind of keep her out of the paint. And then a late swat to block that. Are they going to say it's a foul or just goes out of bounds? Uh, I think it just called it out of bounds. Yeah, just out of bounds. Well, I'm glad they're letting them play right there. That has been a fun matchup between those two. Yep. They kick it in. A wide open look at a three. 
and Boardman makes good. 43-39, under two minutes to go. That was a huge shot, Coach. Yeah, it was, and it, she just got lost. I mean, that that's just that's the old-time screen screener, basically. Mm-hmm. And a throwaway here. Can they save it? They cannot. And that pucket was looking, was inside, was going to look to find someone outside, perhaps standing on the wing, and she actually threw the ball between two Cougars players. And now with the four-point lead and a minute and a half to go, and it's another timeout. Scott Smith not leaving anything to chance. As soon as someone gets in trouble, he's calling timeout. I don't know how many he has left, uh, but they gave him that one. We'll take another 30-second hour self. 43-39, Eagles with the lead and the ball. Be back with the conclusion on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Are you in control of your planter? Knowing what your planter's doing is the only way to make your best planter pass every time. With Precision Planting Seed Sense, you get the ultimate planter monitor and diagnostic tool that tells you what you need to know from population to downforce and more. So take control of your planter. Visit planterofthefuture.com. Try Seed Sense and more to transform your planter with Blackhawk Precision Ag. State Road 3, just north of Greensburg. Call 593-0405 or visit BlackhawkAg.com today. Southeastern Indiana's sports voice is Country 103.9 WRBI. WRBI's presentation of high school girls basketball sectional 60 brought to you by Bruns Gutswiller, Gillil and Howe Funeral Home, H&R Block, and Ison's Family Pizza. 131 left to go in this ball game. 43 Eagles, 39 Cougars. And this game will be decided here in the next minute and a half. One of these teams will play on championship Saturday. Yeah, South needs a big play here. They need to get a turnover, and they need to get some shots in the basket. And a turnover as the Eagles can't get the ball in. You can see Scott Smith saying you got to run two. The inbounder. They stayed all the way back. Yeah. And they made it more difficult than it needed to be. Well, they got the turnover that you said, Coach. Yeah. Now they need to make a basket. They go inside. A good play for Summers, who puts it in and good. It's a two-point game. And Myers goes down the floor, kicks it out to the wing. A wide-open Boardman. And Boardman decides to run clock instead of taking that shot. And they continue to uh, to weave up top. But a clear path for Heiners, and Heiners puts it in. Still a four-point game. Bess, strong dribble drive, and she's going to be fouled. I'll tell you what, it may get to the point South has some fouls to give. So, right. you know, they may make them take it out of bounds and that maybe create a turnover at that point. Because that was just the second team foul. Same thing is true for the Eagles. That was just their yeah. second team foul. Cougars get it in. Puckett has it. She's got quite the range, but goes inside to Summers. Gets it back. Passes a little off center, so she couldn't gather and shoot. Dribble drive instead, and she's fouled. We've talked about Puckett's no fear of going in amongst the trees, and she goes in there. A lot of contact. She'll stroll to the line for two huge free throws here, Coach, with 44 seconds left. Yeah, and that's the fourth on Sullivan. 
First free throw is good in this packed gymnasium, literally standing room only. The only three empty seats are up by the pep band. Bucket gets them both to go. And uh, Coach Hicks calls a timeout. It remains a two-point ball game, 45-43. We will keep it right here. And uh, we knew at the set outset it had the potential to be a good game. Again, this was last year's championship game. Okay. You had earlier in the season, South Decatur was able to get a five-point victory over Jacksonville. And so here they meet on Friday night with a chance to play for the championship, and both teams have rose to the occasion. Yeah, exactly. I mean, this is a great basketball game. The big difference is I told you that South, or Jackson Dell had eight made free throws in that third quarter, and uh, South didn't have any. And yep. they, they've got two in the fourth. So, you know, the South hasn't scored very well here in the second half. But they're still in the basketball game. They're still in a position to win. It'll be interesting to see. I'm sure you're going to see pressure here. And, uh, you know, like I said, they've got fouls to give. So whether they give some fouls or, or, you know, try to play it out. Here's another score update for you from the Lawrenceburg sectional. After three, Batesville has extended its lead over Connersville 50-37. to And here we go, Eagles. To inbound this one, and Hughes is fouled. Trying to get through that stacked bunch, calling a trip. Obviously not in the act of shooting, just puts one more foul on the board. So now the Cougars are at four. Jacksonville would be shooting the rest of the way. Puckett chasing down Borgman, but Borgman gets it across the timeline. It's tipped. Oh, but she couldn't catch up to it, Coach. Braley Sundell jumped in that passing lane and got a good tip on the ball, but couldn't track it down before it went out of bounds. So it'll stay with the Eagles, 45-43. Eagles, from the baseline underneath their basket, they get it in to Myers. Myers, motion weave up top. She goes back and forth around the screen, wide open, and they just latch on to Sophie Sullivan, not going to give her the clear path to the basket. Not sure I like that because unless I'm mistaken, they get free throws now, and that's you might you are might correct. Want to play that out. You're going to give them free throws anyway, and perhaps perhaps she was looking to save clock by committing the foul and forcing the Eagles to make the free throws. But Sophie Sullivan is up for the task, and she. Sinks the first one to make it a three-point ball game. This one here is huge, though. 27 seconds left on the clock. A three-point ball game and an Eagles lead. She misses the second rebound. Eagles off and running. Kylie Best racing down the floor. Coach Hicks gets that timeout. She literally ran out on the floor (laughs) to make sure she got that timeout. And it was a good timeout because Bess looked like she was about to be a little out of control. So let's set the stage here. It's a three-point ball game. Jacksonville has the lead, 46-43. The Cougars have the ball, 
and there's no and they're on this end of the floor, so they don't have to worry about trying to advance. With the 23 seconds left, Coach Hicks has the opportunity to draw up a play here. She can draw up something for three, or she can draw up a quick two foul and put Jacksonville back on the line. Coach, which way do you go? Well, I think. Uh, well, thanks for putting me in that spot. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I think at this point, you know, you you get the two, and then you see where you need to be after that. But South also has the possession, so that's that's in their favor. Um, you know, they're not a three-point shooting team, so right. get the ball in, get the Summers if you can get it in there. Sure. And if she gets it, then kick it back out. You know, right now, Puckett has been – she hadn't really made that many shots here in the second half, but, um, you know, she was hot early. Sundle, yep. you know, Sundle's played a lot of basketball, so get it to her, you know, where they feel comfortable. Uh, Puckett, she's made her threes from, from the free throw line extended at the three-point line. You know, look for them in that position. Um, and Best has made a couple threes, so, you know. So Puckett is on the floor. She'll be guarded by the much taller Hughes. So to get Puckett a good, clean look is going to be difficult to do. So they do get it in. They dump it down, and it's picked off. But Borgman just read that ball like a DB would watching the quarterback's eyes, Coach, and she just stepped right in front, did Borgman, got the pass, secured it. She was wrapped up and fouled, and they put Borgman back on the line. Unfortunately, that I mean, it was just kind of a lollipop pass. She yeah. was there open. I think it was a, a tick late uh-huh. getting her the pass, but then it was just a lob pass, and she was able to recover. Borgman good on the first. Let's see if the Eagles pull everybody back here with 16 seconds left to resist the temptation to foul. Nope. Coach Smith keeps everybody on the line, and the second shot also good. So make that 48-43 with 16 seconds. Best racing up the floor. Trap comes over a little late, and Hughes is going to pick up this foul, her fourth. They had a foul. They have a couple fouls to give, so that's good. They didn't want him to get to three. Foul him here. Milk that clock down. And turnover, double dribble called on the Cougars. And the self-inflicted wounds down the stretch here starting to add up, Coach. Yeah, you know, I think the pressure's getting to him at this point. Up ahead to Borgman. And Borgman's just going to run around. And there goes that foul there. Hard push in the back. Credit Borgman. She did not react, really did not retaliate. That push had a whole lot wrapped up in it, Coach, with a lot of frustration. And a game that they knew they could win, talking about the Cougars, and they watch that one slip away as Borgman now will shoot a technical foul. Off the rim. And they'll get the ball. So 6.2 on the clock in a five-point ball game. A lot of things have got to go wrong for the Eagles to lose it, and a lot of crazy stuff would have mm. to happen for the Cougars to get back in it. Foul called on the inbound pass. They foul Heiners, and the Eagles have just paraded 
player after player to the free throw line, and for the most part, they've shot the ball well from the charity stripe. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure, you know. This is going to end up looking worse than it really was, but they probably didn't even need that foul right there. Our listeners need not go anywhere. We've got more basketball action coming up immediately preceding this game. We will take you to the North Decatur sectional where you can catch the South Ripley Raiders as they take on Switzerland County, and this game is in the books. The Eagles escape with a 49-43 victory, a heartbreaker for the Cougars because they had it. They had the Eagles where they wanted them, and they gave everything they had. It just was not quiet enough. We'll send this back to the station quickly. We'll come back, give you final scores, and get you out to North Decatur right after this on Country 103.9 WRBI and the new WRBI app. Decatur County Memorial Hospital presents the first annual free Women's Health Expo. This event is located in the new DCMH Rehabilitation and Medical Offices building in Greensburg. Receive free health screenings and after your appointment, join us for pampering and brunch. Spaces are limited for the free DCMH Women's Health Expo and registration is required. Call 812-663-1146 by February 28th to register. When looking for the highest standard of HVAC service and care, turn to Hurt and Elko, your local Lennox premier dealer. Hurt and Elko and their premier dealer status means you are certain to be working with a company who has the highest level of training, professionalism, and customer satisfaction. For a limited time, they're offering up to $1,900 in rebates on a brand new Lennox system or finance with low monthly payments. Call Hurt and Elko today at 812-934-4646 or visit them online at hurt-elko.com to learn more. Conditions apply. See dealer for details. This is the Post Game Show on 103.9 WRBI with a look at the final game stats and scores from area games. Got a final for you from Southwestern Shelby. Terrence Arney here alongside the coach, Gary Sully. The final 49-43 Eagles will play in, uh, on Saturday night on championship Saturday, but it were the Cougars that really fought tough, fought hard, had as much as an eight-point lead at one point in the third quarter. But the Eagles, they've been here before. They knew what to expect. They remained calm and poised, scratched their way back into this ball game. And once they were able to regain the lead, Coach, they never looked back. No, and, and you got to give Hughes credit. I mean, you look at Hughes. She's got 20 points on the night. And in the second half, she's got one field goal. Yeah. And she was 8-9 from free throw line um, in the second and third quarter. And, uh, you know, that's that's that, huge. Yeah. Because South ended up, they only had uh, three field goals and two free throws in the, in the fourth quarter, three field goals in the second or in the third quarter. So, you know, those free throws became in really handy. And that's that's the difference between the score right here. All right. What do you got for uh, individual scoring? Uh, for Jackson Dell, I got Boardman with 10, uh, Sullivan with 6, Meyer with 20, uh, Hughes with 4, and Heiners with 8. Um, and then for South, Puckett had 14, uh, Best had 8, McQueen had 4, Sundle had 3. Summers had 12, and Phelps had two. 
So, you know, that was the difference. And, again, the scoring in the second half, South just couldn't get to the free throw line and just didn't have opportunities to make make um, uh, field goals. And that's going to do it from us for us here from Southwestern Shelby. Your final score, 49-43. Jacksonville Eagles are the winner. They'll play on Saturday night. They'll go up against the winner of the Morristown Olenberg Academy game that will start in just a few. But we're going to be sending you out to North Decatur so you can catch the Moorhead boys as they bring you uh, South Ripley and Switzerland County. Thanks to Jim back at the station. Thanks to all of our sponsors, and thanks to my partner, uh, the coach, Gary Sully. This is Terrence Arney signing off, saying thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your sports week. You've been listening to WRBI and WRBI Radio and the WRBI app.